Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. This is Ring of Honor superstar, leader of the rebellion, Shane Taylor. And you're listening to the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Hey, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Good times. Good I'll time. tell you what. I can't knock your neighbor. He is a good man because he gave us these beers. But next time, I'm going to get us full-size beers because I feel like Andre the Giant with these pony <laughs> beers because it's like it, it, it like my whole hand consumes. You have, you have yeah. a big hand anyway. Well, I do have a mighty hand, but, I mean, these. It may, yeah, yeah, it does make me feel like a giant when yeah. I drink these. Yeah. So, uh, a cheers, cheer, man. Cheers, cheers, buddy. Cheers. And, and speaking of cheers and speaking of good times, we are honored to have with us ROH's own leader of the rebellion, yes. Shane Taylor, with us today. Hey, what's going on, boys? Thank you for having me. Man, I tell you, uh, Deuce and I, we, we were, were super stoked. We got to go see uh, Supercard of Honor 11 at the Lakeland Center because it's our backyard, mm-hmm. and it was a fantastic time. And uh, I wanted to ask you what you thought of the whole Lakeland experience. Uh, Lakeland was amazing. You know, they had – so many great matches, obviously capped off by the Bucks and the Hardys, having one of the best ladder matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, the whole experience with that many people, you know, the record-breaking shows, um, it was amazing. Um, ROH is only growing as a company, um, and, I, I, and I think more and more people are finally starting to understand that the best wrestling on the planet line that we, we use isn't just a line. That's really what it is. Um, and I think uh, that a lot of fans are now starting to buy in. Well, I will say for myself personally, going to that show, that was my first ROH show and basically my first dip in the pool, if you will, for ROH. And as soon as I saw that show, as soon as we left, I said, Johnny, next time ROH comes to town, we're going. Uh, I went home and I started taping ROH on my local, it's WTTA 38. Uh, that shows Ring of Honor every Saturday night. So I started taping that on my DVR box so I can watch every week. And we started right. getting the pay-per-views at the house. And uh, mm-hmm. we get the pay-per-views every single one since then we've gotten. And I've loved every one of it. And, and I just tell everybody I that will listen to me, I'm like, dude, you got to get on the train with us 
this is the best wrestling going today. And a big kudos to you guys because we have been to Lakeland Center for multiple WWE shows. They have not sold out that building like you did. You had more people there than I've ever seen at a wrestling show, and you killed it. And not only did you kill it in attendance, that is the best wrestling show I've seen in my entire life, and I've been to many wrestling shows. That show was phenomenal. It was electric, man. The crowd was just emotional. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, and like I said, man, like I think, you know, and it's not that fans are just starting to realize it because we've been around for 15 years, you know, so people know. But but I think with new markets and, and with different guys coming in, uh, they're bringing more eyes to the product. And I, and I think we're just at a point now where um, everybody's sort of telling somebody about Ring of Honor. It's not just a cult following now. Now it's starting to branch out and become, you know, everything that we all know that it was from the beginning, you know, and that's one of, if not the best wrestling promotion on the planet. Well, and the other thing is, I think the great deal you guys have gotten into with Sinclair Broadcasting, where they're showing on all the Sinclair stations now, which is our WTTA Great 38 out of Tampa, uh, showing Ring of Honor every week, I think is really getting more eyes on the product. And like I said, as soon as I got my eyes on the product live and in person, I was like, we got to do this. And now we've been getting every pay-per-view. We just got the War of the Worlds last yeah. month. And, like, it's amazing how Ring of Honor is, is has such an amazing working relationship with uh, New Japan and CMLL. I mean, that's that's also putting some extra eyes on the product as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, li- like I was just saying, you know, in this business, you don't succeed by yourself. You know, and as a, as a company like Ring of Honor and New Japan and CMLL, LL to work together to bring you not only the best talent, but the best matches and the best shows possible to me only signifies that, you know, on a grand scale that when you work together, you know, this, this business and this sport can be a beautiful thing and not just for the guys in the ring, but for the fans outside of it as well. And I think that that is kudos to you guys. And it's also kudos to you brought up uh, the last pay-per-view we got, War of the Worlds. Worlds. It was great because uh, I I do a lot of pay-per-views at the house for, like, UFC and other stuff. And we got the Ring of Honor pay-per-view and invited all my boys, all my friends, guys and gals. I was like, look, you might be fans of other wrestling promotions, but come out, watch this. And every single one of them is now a, a die in the wool fan of Ring of Honor because they were like, that's the best pay-per-view I've ever seen. The matches were amazing. And give a big shout-out to our boy, uh, Brian Alvarez. He was like, my God, these guys don't stop. It's like one match stops and the next one starts. Like, there is no downtime. Like, you are bang, 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 bang. He was like, I don't know when to get my next beer or when to take a piss. Like, there's not a break in here, you know? Exactly. You could get up and you're going to miss something. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's nonstop action. It's nonstop adrenaline. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like you guys are, are watching it and you're going nuts, but behind the stage, like behind the scenes, we're going nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause it's, it's like that for everybody. I want to ask you too, because uh, uh, we we talked to some of uh, your other uh, compadres, um, you know, in the Ring of Honor business. Uh, you can name drop if you want. Yeah, oh, oh, Punishment Martinez. I mean, that guy is killer. I mean, we talked to Beer City Bruiser, and uh, they they were all talking about how amazing social media has been for everyone, like how much that's blown up, and you kind of got to do your own, you know, like you get to connect with the fans in your own separate personal way, which is really neat. 
I mean, it's social media, like anything, can be a tool used for great things or for evil things, you know? So um, it, it's provided a platform uh, uh, for fans to be able to get that one-on-one -on -one interaction, so to speak, uh, and really make guys seem uh, more down to earth and, and more um, approachable, you know? Um, whereas in years past, you know, guys were like, like you couldn't reach out and talk to your favorite wrestler. Now, now he's a click away, you know. Uh, so that that helps tremendously with branding, with marketing, with anything else that you want to do. So it's it's it has a lot of great positives. Um, and uh, I just hope that it continues to do so. Well, and I've got to say, it's all because of uh, social networking and social media that we got this interview. I went to your Twitter page. You had your email address. You're like, contact me. I emailed you, and bada-bing, bada-boom. Now you're here on air with us. And, you know, things like that before Twitter and, you know, Facebook and things like that weren't possible. It wasn't possible mm -hmm. just to be able to reach out and say, hey – I want to talk to Shane Taylor. I want to talk to Beer City Bruiser. I want to talk to Punishment Martinez. You had to go through like three different guys to maybe get an interview, but now you can go straight to the source and be like, hey, I want to talk to you. And, and brother, thank God again that, number one, you answered my email, and two, that you gave <laughs> us the time to come on with us because we, we greatly, it. greatly appreciate of it because we, we uh, love wrestling. Thank, thank you. No, no, man. Thank you because – we love wrestling. We love what you're doing, and and I'll tell you what I've I, I I got on board early, I guess, with the Bullet Club. But I am now a big fan of the Rebellion, man. Rebellion is probably my new favorite faction because you guys are straight murdering fools on the regular. I mean, that's that that's what you have to do, you know. Any any rebellion kind of bucks the system, you know, and they uh, and it's funny, you know, because a lot of people. I hear them say that the rebellion is, you know, everything that ring, that that is we're everything that Ring of Honor stands for. Like like we're against it. We're the opposite. And really, it's it's nothing could be further from the truth. Um, we are exactly what Ring of Honor is supposed to represent. You know, we're counterculture. We go against the grain. We don't do, you know, the things the corporate way. Um, you have a lot of guys who come in and bust their ass every single day with little to no recognition, you know, and you have some of the best talent in, in the world, some of the best entertainers in the world, and by far the most dangerous weapon in Ring of Honor in, in, in myself in this group, you know, and uh, we just wanted to bring attention to the fact that there are there are guys that – want to see change and there are guys that are willing to do whatever they have to do to see it happen well i mean you, i mean it's also going to be awesome and a confidence builder for you that you're surrounded by these amazing people that you know are wanting to see you succeed also they want to succeed and the rebellion is awesome i mean you got you got Rhett titus you've got caprice coleman i mean you've got kenny king uh, you, you guys are just awesome talents separately but when you guys are the you know the rebellion i mean you guys just you know take it to a whole nother level and i think that's what's so great and also let me tell you like you, you can fly in the ring man like i i i'm blown away by your speed in the ring like <laughs> it, you remind me of like bam bam bigelow like seriously like when you're in the ring you're, you're hitting people hard and you hit them, you hit them fast i mean and you can fly with the best of them like 
sometimes you, I don't know how you you're able to do that because you you're just so fast in the ring. I know and you're he's such a, a big he's guy. He's a Sherman tank with a Ferrari engine. Like Seriously. you come out and you're like, uh, oh, it's I a big guy. Yeah, he's like, you're a big guy, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be slow. It's gonna be a big man match, and then you're hauling ass, and I'm like, holy crap, how is he pulling off these moves? Because you've got lightning speed, man. I mean, I've 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 used that to my advantage my whole life. Part of it is me working my ass off in the gym and the other part is great genetics you know but like grow like grow growing up in cleveland uh, we used to hustle kids we used to race and uh we would give kids a choice whether they'd want to race my cousin who was a small kid looked like he was in great shape or race me and of course everybody would want to pick me you know because they thought they'd win and then i'd smoke them and they'd have no idea what was going on and we'd go and eat lunch off, off the money that they gave us you know so <laughs> You know, I and with years of you know years of football and wrestling and boxing and track and field, you know, it's I've I've been able to sort of you know cultivate a um, a style in in the ring that uh, uses what I do to its best extent. You know, and um, a lot of times I am very methodical and, and very paced, and when it's time to crank it up, then I do, uh, and then when it's time to crank it back down. Than I do. It's all. It's all just a matter of knowing when to execute and knowing when to explode. Well, number one, I got to thank you again, saying that you're from Cleveland. Not watching the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Golden State Warriors game tonight, uh, and actually talking to us, we appreciate it. Uh, I mean, they got game three tonight, so we'll see what's up. Uh, so y- you caught me in a great mood before the game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm right there with you, man, because I- I'm getting sick and tired of this GOAT conversation about LeBron not being one of the greatest of all time and Michael Jordan being one of the greatest. I'm like, LeBron's legit, man. Like, I don't know why we keep having this argument. Like, LeBron is legit. I- I'll explain why we have this argument, and I don't think it is one. Um, but the problem is that people's sentiment won't allow for change, right? It's like cognitive dissonance. Like you've been told something is the truth and any argument, any legitimate argument that challenges that you immediately shut it down. So people could tell you, and people have been telling you that your whole life, that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever. And then, so you believe that, right? Like, you just, okay, yeah. okay, he's the greatest. And then someone says, well, actually, this guy's been to more finals. He's got more points. He's got more wins. He's got more rebounds. He's got more assists. And he's done it at a younger age. And the teams that he's brought to the finals have been nowhere near the level of team that Michael had. And then you hear that and go, well, uh, well, well, no. no my, Michael's the best. It's like, well, not really. Because no one talks about when Michael was getting his ass whooped by the Pistons, you know, when he was getting swept in the first round on first rounds of the playoffs, no one talks about the times he got his ass beat. They only talk about the finals. I'm like, you can't talk about one moment in time or one stage. And that makes you legitimately the best. Cause I mean, he doesn't even have the most rings. Like Bill Russell has like 10 championships, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we're about rings, he's, always going to be under bill russell but nobody says that yeah nobody's is starting up the bill russell goat conversation like nobody's doing that because right. everybody's got more common sense than that <laughs> exactly 
like so if that's not the determining factor then rings can't just be the be all end all and if you take that out of the equation lebron's surpassed jordan in every other category Man, well, I'm a hardcore LeBron fan. Like he's the thing that's been keeping me watching. Don't don't get me wrong. Steph Curry, amazing basketball player. Probably one of the best best natural shooters ever I've ever seen. Ever. Besides Larry Bird. But he's got a squad with him. Like he's got a lot of guys that can back him up. And no offense to the Cleveland Cavaliers, but it's it it is LeBron and and the second tier guys like it's it's like it's basically but, if the Rock came out and then like the Job Squad came out with him to come and like wrestle with him like you know what I mean? And and, and you have Kyrie and you yeah. have Love and he, he's got talent around him. The problem is if w- without LeBron, guys struggle to find their place. Right. With him there. They depend on him to do it. So it's like, it's kind of a catch-22. And you have Kyrie, you have Love, who can go off, but they have to show more consistency. Now, with Golden State, you've got a team that was 73-9 and last season, um, came back and then got one of the top five players in the league. And to me, I'm like, okay, I get it, but... Jordan never faced a team as good as LeBron is playing right now. No, no, and not even close. I mean, if if the Cavs somehow find a way to come back again and win this, I feel like that ends the argument. Mm-hmm. I feel like no, I agree I mean, with you one hundred ten percent. And plus, you got to remember, Jordan had he had Scottie Pippen with him, he had Rodman with him, he had some high level top tier guys with him. And, and no offense to the Cleveland Cavaliers, but. Like, LeBron is the guy, and then everybody else is, like, five steps behind him. Oh, yeah. And let's not forget that, like, when when Michael left for, for those two years, the Bulls were an Eastern Conference Finals team. Yeah. Like, that's a, like they had talent. Even when LeBron, he was going and playing baseball and doing bullshit, like, they still had they, talent. Almost went to the finals. Like, LeBron off the Cavs, they were bottom of the barrel for four seasons. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I'm like. To, to me, it's to me, there shouldn't be a year where he's not considered the MVP. No. But I realize you can't give it to him every year. So I mean, yeah. it's it's one of those things. Well, uh, you got to look cool. at it too. It's like, what are they? If you have, I mean, I'm just going to spitball real quick because we we were playing on talk about basketball, but this we're a conversational podcast, so we talk about everything. Yeah. I'd say, in no order. Obviously, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. I mean, you, you've got some amazing scorers. Now that's the thing about you know NBA is like every year you can have your know, top scorers but like they don't do anything to help boost their team but like you look at LeBron James is like he's t- he's taking this B squad essentially what Deuce said earlier and he's making them an A squad because his his presence alone uh just you know fuels that team and it makes them play better and helps them helps to build confidence helps the coach staff helps everybody and when you have someone that is you know of his caliber and is able to, you know, ignite this team. It it really shows you how great of a player and how great of a, you know, overall team player he is as well. Oh, for sure. Um, and hit and his game itself to me, I liken more to magic than Jordan, uh, because yes. he's able to do everything because he's a facilitator, because he's an assist guy. He's a defense guy. Not to say that Jordan didn't play defense because he did, but he, by, by just going out and getting his, he's not making his team better. He 
gets everyone involved to make his team better, whereas Jordan went out, scored the points, and his team benefited from that. LeBron gets everyone involved so they benefit themselves. You know what I mean? Like, he's helping them to reach new levels instead of just saying, hey, get on my back and I'll do it all. Okay, so okay, so you're so you're you're essentially saying that you're the that you're the Michael Jordan of the rebellion. I would agree. Caprice Coleman, Caprice Coleman is the Scottie Pippen of of the rebellion. Re, um, Ke, uh, Kenny King, Kenny King, Kenny King is the Steve Curry. You would say. The, uh, the yeah, I'm trying to like if you had equated to the original Bulls, your 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 well, team Stephen right now. Curry was never on the original Bulls. No, 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 Steve oh. Curry, yeah, Steve Curry, <laughs> Steve Curry. Yeah, um, and then you have Dennis Rodman. So that that wh- who would you guys if you had to put it as the like the Bulls, like the top Bulls, who who, who would you equate your your rebellion oh, to? Oh, that that's an interesting. Hold on, now, now I have to remember like who exactly were on the Bulls team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the happy sure hour just... Johnny and Deuce with all the hard-hitting questions. Yep. <laughs> right. I, I I wouldn't call myself the Jordan. Um, if, if, if anybody was the Jordan, I'd probably say that would be Kenny King. Uh, Ke- Kenny is one of the best athletes I've ever seen in the ring. He's got one of the best minds for wrestling that I've seen outside of it. Um and he's he's done nothing but help me and help mold me uh, mentally um, as far as being in Ring of Honor and uh, you know so, and all of the expectations that come with that and all of the you know all of the preparation needed uh, to be you know one of the best guys in, in the world uh, and exactly what that means the time and dedication that goes into that uh, he's been. A, a real asset to me as far as that goes. So as far as um, being the Jordan, I, I'd probably say that that was him. Well, you know, I almost... He could go out and do... He could go out and do whatever he wants in that ring at any point in time, and not too many people can do anything about it. You know, um, so... And if it came down to me, I'd probably say that I was the mix of either Horace Grant or Dennis Rodman. Oh, nice. Not, not with the crazy per, not not with the crazy personality, but with uh, with the willingness to do whatever it takes to get the job done. I the, can see that. I can totally see that. The um, you know, doing whatever you need to do to make sure that we win. To to ensure that you know, if that means doing the dirty work, if that means getting the rebounds, if that means you know giving out fouls that means doing whatever it diving for the ball in in the fifth row that's what we got to do and that's what we got to do you know um so i feel like that would be more of my role and the guy that is sort of the glue and the final piece to the puzzle as it will um and caprice man caprice is caprice is incredible caprice could be the scotty um, Caprice is always a wild card. Whenever you have a match, Caprice is a guy I watch for because Caprice is going to do some wild shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we don't know what he's going to do half the time, so <laughs> our, our don't know, you know, because he's he, he's 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 crazy like that, you know? But again, one one of the most intelligent guys that I know, and, um, and, and he likes to play mental games, too, you know? He, 
right when you think he's, you know, he's doing this goofy, oh, he's not that serious, and then bang, you get hit with a hurricane runner from the top rope, and he's standing on the mat. Like, he's ridiculously athletic uh, and can turn it on just like that. Um, so, yeah, he, I, I feel like Scotty would be the great, great comparison for Caprice. And as far as Rhett, as far as Rhett goes, I mean, Maybe like a Tony Kukoc type, you know, oh, like he's yeah, oh, bring it old yeah, school there. That's a, that's a good old school, right there. Yeah, good old school <laughs> reference. Man, like yeah, all dependable, you know. Maybe not very flashy, but solid every single time. Hundred percent agree know, with he's that. Yep. he's consistent. Absolutely, you know, you know what you're gonna get with Rhett, um, and he's never going to underperform. So, whatever you think you're gonna get from him, you're going to at least get that or more. Uh, so having a guy like that is, is is clutch when you're building when you're building a franchise. Yeah, so I I agree with you totally on that. Well, and that's like, that's so cool that yeah. we we're able to compare. So we essentially compared the rebellion to the '96 Bulls. I mean, that's yeah. that's insane. I think that's solid. That's that's, that's pretty solid. cool. Who was their head coach? Was it? I, it I, wasn't I, Phil I, Jackson. It was uh, who was the Bulls head coach? No, on it, was, that one? it was Phil Jackson. It's Phil Jackson. It? Yeah. I don't remember who the coach was, but. I know Phil Jackson came in. Yeah, I think he came in later, didn't he? Oh, did he? Like '97, yeah. but uh, we're having an old school basketball moment. No, no, Phil, ja- Phil Jackson. Yeah, Phil yeah. Jackson, '95, '96. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Triangle, Phil bitch. Like- yep. <laughs> Phil Jackson may be the most overrated coach in history of basketball. Hey, you know what? I, I I will not disagree with you with that at all because it, you know, when you've got superstars like that on your team. Like, it's not hard to get them to a finals. And it's kind of like with you guys, with the Rebellion, you've got superstars on your team, and I'm waiting because I'm frothing at the mouth for you guys to get the six-man title. Like, I'm going to tell you what, I think the six-man title is one of the coolest things ROH has. It's probably the coolest titles in the business, and I've been preaching it as loud and as long as people listen that – that is one thing Ring of Honor has that I, I think other uh, wrestling promotions, we will say, should probably steal just because it's such a great idea. But you guys have such a squad that the fact that you guys don't have them yet, I think is, number one, a tragedy, and number two, needs to happen. I mean, and yeah, and, and we had our shot, you know, against against. Bully Ray and the Briscoes in Baltimore, and then we came up short. Um, but I always live by the motto that I never lost. You know, I either win or I learn. So we learned what didn't work against them in Baltimore, and uh, I'm looking forward to the chance to uh, getting in there with them again and figuring out what it takes to bring those titles to the rebellion. Um, but first. First on our docket, though, um, is the um, is the pay-per-view this June, uh, Best in the World pay-per-view, um, with uh, the Rebellion against Surge, Surge and Destroy, which is the Motor City Machine Guns, Jay White and Jonathan Gresham. Um, and the stipulation added to that match uh, is that the losing faction must disband after uh, after the pay-per-view after that match is over. So right now, uh, as great as the six-man titles would be, right now that is our focus in making sure that um, we show them exactly who we are. Well, guys, this episode is actually dropping the Friday 
before the pay-per-view. Best in the world. You need to order it. You need to get it on your pay-per-view provider or get it on iPay-per-view because you've got the internet pay-per-view. So check that out. And speaking of things you need to check out, you need to check out Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce's fine sponsors. And we'll be back with more of the Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what, what do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Turn our email. Number one meant a lot to me personally, and number two, like you taking time out of your schedule because, dude, you're big. You guys are blowing up, man. You're like one of the biggest factions going in ROH, and to take time out of your schedule to talk to our monkey asses, we appreciate it, brother. We, I, it's the, the honor is all mine, man. I, I, I appreciate it, and without, you know, I'm, I'm just a kid from Cleveland, man. That's all. That's all I've ever been. That's why I love it. Ever been. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Well, all right. Well, we'll go ahead and we're come already, on back. Well, we're already, already back, back with the happy yeah. hour, Johnny. Some Deuce. of that stuff may be included that we said was on break because it was all, you know, it was all kosher. But uh, a little, ex- yeah, little exclusive. Yeah, little exclusive. But uh, tell me, what, do you, what are you playing right now video game-wise? Because we're big gamers here at the happy hour with Johnny Deuce, and we'd love to hear, like, what are the games that, like, you're really playing right now? Uh, right now? I'm playing uh, NBA 2K17. I, I know 2K18 is about to drop, but I got a lot of my buddies that play the 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 my park and 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 the my career stuff. Right. So, uh, I, and I've made guys, but now like I'm going on and seeing like how 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 to make them better off like YouTube and stuff like that. So, I'm um so so right now I'm just grinding, doing that. Um, but I I I love Madden. I always buy that. Um, at, at MLB the show is one that I really like as well and of course you know uh, I'm, I'm a big UFC game player um, I, I've been ranked top 10 in the world in every game that they've had that's come out since like 2006 oh wow no that's shit. awesome yeah 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 Man. So it, 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 it's really real you know I've had a, I've, I've had a few buddies that play it that thought that they were good and then we played and now I was like this is a whole different level when you come over. Yeah, you, like they came over thinking, "Oh, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time. Few beers," and then you just wreck their shit. Is what happened. Yeah, yeah. It's immediately not fun. Like it's like, why did I even come over here? Because this wasn't fun at all. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. It's I, a... I, I had a buddy who was talking trash for months, 
like, oh, Shane, you don't want it. Shane, it, it. I was like, dude, okay, but I'm telling you, it's not, it's not like playing your buddies. Like, this is completely, it's not the same. And so we fought four times. He made it out of the first round, the very first fight, and then didn't make it out of the, of the first round any fight after that. Like, it was just, it, it, it So was I'm bad guessing news. you do create a character, or do you pick one of the guys that are already made? Oh, no. We went stock fighters. Oh, uh, see, I always do create a character, but that's just if me. I, if I create a character, he, he wouldn't have lasted three minutes. Like, he'd have pieced <laughs> up like that. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, to me, it, and it's just from, like, years of boxing. Like, I, I, I kind of know what to expect, so I know how to throw things, and I know, you know, where to be for certain things. And I, I'm a very pressure fighter, so, like, you don't get a chance to rest. You don't get a chance to recover. You don't get a chance to do anything. So unless you rock me, you're not catching a break. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just keep getting hit. <laughs> that almost sounds like the ROH pay-per-views right there. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't get a break. Like, they're just going to keep rocking you, rocking you, rocking you with the action. So. Absolutely. Very simple. Well, it's it's interesting, too, because uh, let's, let's we were, before the break, we were talking about uh, – Best. Basketball. Well, we're talking basketball. We're talking about your upcoming pay-per-view. Yes, best in the world. This is June 23rd, uh, and or, I'm sorry. Yeah, June 23rd, uh, 9 p.m. at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. And you can find it pretty much everywhere. All the major pay-per-views, iPay-per-view. You can fight TV app. You can find that. PlayStation Network. Pretty much anywhere you can get pay-per-views, you can find it. And you, you guys uh, got some awesome stuff going on uh, as a rebellion. Uh, and... Uh, I mean, well, you, I want him to tell us about that fight one more time because that fight sounds super crucial between them and Search and Destroy. Like that, Alex Shelley like, and Jay White. Yeah, that sounds like a phenomenal fight you guys are having. Absolutely. You know, um, I I I sort of came into the skirmish late, um, but they they they've had a long storied rivalry with uh, uh, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban, not to mention Jay White. And of course, Jonathan Gresham now. Um, and on one hand, I understand what Surge Arch and Destroy is trying to do. You know, they're they're trying to uphold what they feel are, are the values of Ring of Honor. The problem is, we're doing the same thing, but we just don't see it the way that they do. You know, so you know, you, you, you so they've been going back and forth, going back and forth. They'll. They'll attack the rebellion. The rebellion will attack them, and it's kind of just come to the point now where so where something's got to give. There's not room in, in Ring of Honor for all of us to be there, you know, clashing like like this. We've got things that we want to accomplish, as I'm sure they do as well. So this is right. So right now, this is the biggest roadblock in our way, is is the guns and Jay White and Jonathan Gresham and me personally. I plan on eliminating that roadblock in just a few short weeks. Well, it's going to be a great event. Uh, I mean, you guys, one thing that Deuce and I always say is, like, every pay-per-view is stacked. I mean, you guys, I mean, every single match is just stellar. I mean, you, you got, you always have all the titles defended at your pay-per-views, and it's just amazing to see, because you talked about the 96 Bulls. Well, I mean, Jonathan Gresham, uh, Gresham uh, Chris Saban, Alex Shelley, and Jay Wider, what are they like? The Celtics, the, the 88 Celtics? I mean, they're, they're phenomenal, too. Their amazing in-ring ability uh, is fantastic. I mean, they all have a little – you know, like Chris Saban's been kind of doing it for a while now, and, like, he's kind of taking, uh, taking the rest of the guys under his wing a little bit, and, like, he's showing not only the physicality but also the ring in-ring psychology that you have to have, you know, uh, to be able to kind of – 
you know, because people, when they, when you believe in yourself as a person, as a character, the audience will believe in you as well. So it's like they, that, that in ring, that in ring ability, that in ring, ring awareness, you know, it's, it's amazing how you have someone that, you know, has been in the business for a while and then you can still learn, you know, the best people yeah. will never stop learning. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, a famous quote is, is always, you know, the, the day you stop learning in this business is the day you need to get out of it. Um, And going back to the basketball reference, I would almost liken search and destroy to Showtime Lakers. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cause when, and, 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 and and I can respect a competitor, even not liking them and respect their talent. And when they get in the ring and they, and they've been doing it for years, you know, when, Saban and Shelly get into a ring, it's fireworks every yeah. single time. You know, the way they move, the speed, the agility, the way they put combinations together, it's incredible. You know, um, it, it's, it, it's like showtime. Every time they get in that ring, you know that it's going to be a match of the night candidate every single time. Yeah. Um, so to me, and then you add in a guy like Jay, like, like Jay White. You know, young lion from New Japan. I mean, look, look, he, he looks great. A million dollars. You know what I mean? Um, hits hard. You know, very aggressive. Uh, he he's all, also a bigger guy, but can fly with the best of them. And then you add a technical savant. You know, in Jonathan Gresham, who can tie you up. You know, six ways to Sunday. It's. There's so many different guys that bring such a different element and, su- and such a different talent, but they all mesh together very, very well. Um, so we've definitely got our hands full come the 23rd. But like I said, with the talent that I'm surrounded with, I have no doubt that we'll be able to handle business. Well, and see, here's the funny thing. In a name drop, another promotion, we live here kind of right in between Tampa and Orlando, and Orlando was the backyard for TNA forever. So I had a season pass, so I'd go and see TNA tapings. And that was where I was introduced to the Motor City Machine Guns. And when I first saw that group, I actually thought Alex Shelley was going to be the guy in that group. I'm like, the guy that's going to be the single guy is going to be Alex Shelley. And then it turned out to be Chris Saban. And Chris Saban, like you said, is such a ring general. He knows so much about the business. So inside tip for you. Knock that motherfucker out as soon as you can. <laughs> like that's a guy that you need to knock the fuck out as soon as possible. Listen, my my game plan, right, is to go out there, swing four times, hit four home runs, and be out of there. Like that's that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like the the longer this goes, it only favors them. You know what I mean? So uh, I I plan on knocking all of them out. So uh, yeah. Uh, if, if, if I need to start off with Chris Saban, then that's that, that's how we'll start. Uh, but um, with with everything that that he's said and done, deep down, I kind of want to punish Saban. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I, th- I think I might try to get everybody else and then save him for last, you know? Well, I'm not going to lie. If I was them and in their shoes, it's like – death row records running up on me back in the day because like all of you guys are superstars on your squad so i would not i would not take that match lightly if i was the motor shooting machine guns or the rest of the people in their crew but i'm telling you man yeah like you cannot sleep on the rebellion because the rebellion is gonna knock your teeth in 
If you sleep on the rebellion, you go to sleep. Period. Period. Perfect. <laughs> End of discussion. That's awesome. And I was gonna say that could be on a T-shirt because you have uh, awesome uh, pro wrestling tees. You guys have a store in there. Uh, yeah, uh, prowrestlingtees.com uh, slash Shane Taylor or bottomlinemerch.com slash Shane Taylor. Um, feel free if, if if anybody would like to go out and purchase a T-shirt, that would be that would be great. Uh, also, they do have Rebellion shirts on, on the ROH Pro Shop. Uh, so if you go to ROHWrestling.com, uh, go to the shop and check out the merchandise, you can get yourself a Rebellion t-shirt as well. Awesome. Well, like I said, man, that match is going to be phenomenal. I am super looking forward to the pay-per-view. Let me ask you okay. this. Besides your guys in the Rebellion, is there anybody else that you really like working with? Uh, I, I actually just uh, we we just had our shows in uh, Chicago Ridge and Collinsville, Illinois, and I went one on one with Jay Briscoe, uh, and again uh, it was another learning experience there, uh, but one that I fully expected and one that I asked for uh, because, like I told Jay, you know I, I'm not the sort of person to come to Ring of Honor, get to this stage and just be happy to be here. And just be happy to be, you know, sharing a locker room with these guys and and collect checks and go. Oh well, I'm glad to be here. Screw that. I I came here to be the man. I I, I came here to be number number one. And the only way you do that is by getting in the ring with guys that have been to where you want to be. So you know. So you're talking about a guy in Jay Briscoe who's an eight-time, you know, Ring of Honor tag champion, IWGP tag champion, never open weight tag champion, two-time world champion. And I was this close to knocking his head off his shoulders and winning that match. So to me, that only legitimizes all the confidence that I have in myself, all of the confidence that the Rebellion has in me, all of the confidence that the people that have gotten me to where I'm at have in me to, uh, to one day be the guy that's holding that Ring of Honor World Championship. And granted, I, I, I know there are a lot of steps along the way, but my my number one goal is to be able to hold that championship and show the rest of the world exactly who the best in the world really is. Well, no, and I totally understand that because as a podcast, you know, we started small, you know, we started getting interviews with people, and then we started getting interviews with you guys from Ring of Honor, which to me was a huge boost. But I, I feel just like you, man. It's like... We're the number one podcast in Polk County. That's great. I'm not going to stop until we're the number one in Florida. And then after that, I'm not going to start until we're the number one in the USA. Like, if you're not keeping pushing, like, you're not going to keep moving. It's like I tell Johnny all the time, and I joke with him. I'm like, look, I'm not even going to go to your kid's birthday party if you keep doing the same shit you did last year. Like, last year it was a pool party. The next year it better be a bouncy house. And the year after that, you better have a magician and somebody, like, eating a sword and, like, spitting fire. Like, if it's the same shit every year. Yeah, like, I ain't going to keep coming back if you keep doing the same shit every year. And I feel like it's the same way with the podcast and the same way with you in wrestling. You keep wanting to get hired and you keep wanting to succeed. And you are in a beautiful cat 
bird seat position where you've surrounded yourself with these guys from the rebellion that are just like you. They want to keep punching. They want to keep pushing. They want to keep going as high as they can on the card. You know, like we're upper mid card guys, but now we want to be on the main card. And then main card guys, we want to be the upper main card. And then we want to be main event. Like you don't want to stop just and rest on your laurels. You don't want to be like, hey, I'm the guy that's doing this and doing that. Like, you want to keep being the best of the best. I want to have the best merch sales. I want to have the best T-shirt sales on ProWrestlingTees.com. Keep it going, I'm just saying, man. It's true, man. And that's why I love having guys like you on because, like, you keep wanting to keep pushing the envelope Mm -hmm. and going as far as you can. And that's the only way to kind of keep, no matter what business you're in, if you're, you know, slinging concrete and sod or if you're selling insurance or whatever you're doing, you want to be the best of the best or you don't want to keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely. The the second you stop moving, somebody is passing you, mm-hmm. you know, so um, that's that's the way I look at it, you know, and I've been told by a lot of guys, you know, hey, it's also important while you're doing that to enjoy the ride and enjoy where you're at and, and take and take time to stop and smell the roses, so to speak. And and I'm definitely working on that, you know, on that aspect of it. But for me, it's just there's so much to do, you know, and, and there's not a lot of time to do it in. You know what I mean? We we can only do this for so long, you know. Uh, so for me, where, where I've come from and the things that I've seen to be at the platform that I'm at now to be doing what I'm doing now to me is a blessing. Um, I, I, I'm incredibly lucky, but at the same time, I want to maximize that and – not only just for myself, but for people that come from the same walk of life that I come from to let them know that, you know, your, your life isn't predetermined. Yeah. You can do, you can literally do as long as you put the work in. Cause I, I hate when people say that and they leave that part out. As long as you put the work in, you are willing to put in the time, the dedication, the blood, sweat and tears, so to speak, to get to where you want to be. You can literally do anything you want to do, um, and to me, that's what that's what draws me to Ring of Honor so much is because it, it's a company that your hard work, your dedication, whatever whatever you decide to do, however you decide to apply yourself, you can be rewarded in that company. No. Uh, not every company in the world can say that. You know what I mean? So. Uh, to me, that's why I love being in ROH. No, and I agree with that 110%. I feel like with ROH, it's like you put the time in, you put the work in, you do things like this, which, you know, being on a podcast with guys like us and, and stuff like that, like to make your brand bigger, and they mm-hmm. notice that, and they take notice. It's not some guy that's a booker in the back that's like, no, we like this guy, we like this guy. It's like, no. What guy is trending? What guy's got the most T-shirt sales? What guy is doing this or that or whatever? And that's what moves you up in ROH. And I think that's why I love ROH so much because, and I'm not going to name drop, but other wrestling companies I feel like do not give a shit about what we do. But ROH cares about little podcasters like us and cares about us as a fans. And they listen when we're like, hey, we want Shane Taylor to have a world championship match. We get that trending and we get it going. They're like, oh, 
fuck, I guess Jay Taylor's going to get a championship match. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like Damn. the people there listen, but other places they don't. And that's why I love ROH, because I feel like being a fan, supporting the product, buying the merch, I feel like people are actually listening to me, the little guy, you know, a little guy named Deuce from the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce podcast. They're listening to just by the money mm-hmm. I spend and what's happening out there in social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Ring of Honor is a company that hasn't forgotten the number one rule of this, which is you give the people what they want to see. You know, uh, a lot a lot of places, you know, feel as though they have the answer and they'll give you what they want you to they want you to see and you'll like it. That that's not what ROA that's not what we do. You know, we are committed to giving people what they want to see, and that's great wrestling, great stories, great characters, you know. And guys working hard, and being and being rewarded for that hard work. Um, that's not that's not to say that some people won't be disappointed because their favorite guy didn't get the chance. But you know, all in all, by the majority of things that we do, I think it shows that they really do try their best uh, to reward guys that are busting their ass and legitimately trying to, you know, help the company. Well, and I think that's that's what I appreciate as a fan, and I'm not going to act like I'm a die-in-the-wool, I've been an ROH fan forever, because I haven't. I've only been an ROH fan for maybe six months now, but I am a right. hardcore ROH fan. I'm going to Pro Wrestling Tees and buying the merch. I'm going to ROH and buying the merch. Um, you know, I am a fan of ROH, and it feels like every time I turn around, the ROH is listening to me, and I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate it feels like sure. a company – that's actually listening to the fans and not pushing a guy on you that's like, hey, this is the guy. I want this guy to be the guy. <laughs> Other companies, um, you know, that like this is a guy that we want to push and we want to be the future. They're like, no, like if you decide that, you know, a.k.a. Shane Taylor, the man should get a, a main event championship Ooh. spot. They'll do it. Like, they'll do whatever they think that well, the I, fans I, want. But you want to start getting the hashtag trending. We can do Get that, get that. Uh, uh, hashtag Shane Taylor for world champion. There you go. We're gonna get that hey, thing rolling. Ha- hashtag, hashtag future world champ. There yeah. you go. I like that. It's what it is, man. Uh, hashtag yeah. and now as they do in, in in UFC. It's 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 what do they do? It's and now world champ or it's like current world champ or whatever. I can't remember because I'm having a big fat brain fart. But yeah, and new, and new. And new. There you go. There hashtag you go. and new. Shane Taylor, world champ. We want to get that trending because, uh, you know, you guys are doing awesome work. And like I said, we love ROH as a company because I feel like they listen to us as fans because we – trust me, I've been fans of the other guy, if you will, for a long time. But once I went to the Supercar to Honor, like that changed for me overnight where I dropped the other guy because I was like, you know what? I'm tired. They're pushing people on me I don't care about. Oh yeah, question for you for you guys, not to name drop of course, but if you look at other places, their last seven or eight breakout stars, where are they from? They're all from ROH. Are they? <laughs> it's, it's funny. True. Okay, I'm not, now I'm, I'm gonna not, drop something on you. So I'm, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. That the proof is in the pudding. You know what I'm no, saying? No, the proof is totally in the pudding. So you know. 
Me and Johnny, we, of course, we went to Supercar to Honor. I went and I went to the merch stand, but I also went because they had a huge ROH table with all, the, all these DVDs. Half of the right. table was like best of DVDs of guys that are in the other company now that ROH made. And I'm like, look at this shit. Like half of these DVDs are people that aren't here anymore that were basically ROH's babies that, you know, that the backbone of ROH that these other guys stole. So, I mean, that should tell you something right there. If you were to put together a top 10 list of guys right now, I guarantee you eight of those names, if not nine of them, would have an ROH tie somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I would have said nine, possibly even ten of them have got an ROH tie somewhere. Yeah, because it's ridiculous, the DVDs they had there. And I'm like, dude, this is the best of so-and-so and and the best of so-and-so. And And I I went back and I did my homework and I watched those matches because I'm a wrestling fan that, like, once – once I get embedded with something, I lock my teeth in. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know everything about it. So, like, once I did that, I was like, oh, this guy used to be an ROH, and I'd watch her matches. I'm like, oh, my God, these are so much better than anything they're doing at that other place. It's crazy. Well, we 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 really do appreciate taking time on your busy schedule because, like, like you said, you were literally, like, pull back the curtain. You were literally weed whacking and cutting the grass and mo- doing whatever you oh, need. Yeah. You're gardening, whatever you need to do. You were My doing boy the whole- is sitting on his, at his porch, sweating like a whore in church, wiping himself hey, off, drinking water just to talk hey, to us, which we appreciate, man. Hey, thank, thank you for having me. And, yeah, man, like, People are always like, oh, you must have – I'm like, no, man, my life is no different than yours. I just have a cool job. You know what I mean? Like, but when my girl says, hey, go cut the grass, I got to do it just like you do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you, you know, got to take out the trash. You still got to do the same thing. I'm sure – our... just took out the trash. Just took the trash out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, trust me, our third member, Brandy, who's not on right now, which is Johnny's wife, I'm sure as soon as he gets done, he's going to have a laundry list of chores he's got to get done. So we feel <laughs> that. So, uh, Hank – Hang tight with us for a minute because we got to wrap up a couple things here. But I got a couple questions I want to ask you personally off air. But uh, before we do that, Johnny, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Thank you, Shane Taylor, so much. Don't forget to buy the pay-per-view, yep. Best in the World. June 23rd, 9 yep. p.m. Uh, and if you're in Next Lowell, Friday. Mass, if you're in Lowell, Mass, and tickets, I don't know if they're sold out yet, you can no, buy a ticket. Go buy a ticket and uh, go to the – Lowell Memorial Auditorium at 9 p.m. If you're in Lowell, Mass., go over there and, and go see Ring of Honor live because that's the best way to see a Ring of Honor is live. Oh, my God. You've got to see it, it live. It'll change your Seriously, life. Seriously, it is life-changing. Uh, and uh, go see Shane Taylor. He is part of the uh, amazing faction, if you will, Rebellion. Uh, and uh, go check him out as they take out the trash, which is Search and Destroy, right? So definitely, <laughs> uh, de- definitely I good. Call trash. I, I just kidding. Call trash, you know, no, but uh, but yeah. he's gonna beat them down like the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna beat down the Golden State Warriors. There you go. There you go. That's right. That's right. Hundred uh, percent. And definitely go check him out. And uh, one more time, uh, Shane Taylor. How do how do people find you on the internet? Again, Facebook, uh, Facebook uh, uh, dot com slash Shane Taylor. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Shane216Taylor. Uh, and of course, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shane Taylor and BottomLineMerch.com slash Shane Taylor. Awesome. You, 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 sir, are a scholar and a gentleman, and I wouldn't want to be in the ring with you because you kick some major ass. So, yeah, no. I, I would tap out. I would just jump out of the ring and be like, I'm out. Done. <laughs> 
It reminds me of Drew Carey in the Royal Rumble when he got in and he was like, nope, Kane's next, I'm out. (laughs) I I have always told people, they're like, well, what's the best game plan to fight Shane Taylor? I'm like, don't fight Shane Taylor. That's the best game plan that I I can tell you. Best game plan is go home or call in sick. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. It's not not a smart idea. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Shane Taylor, for joining us on the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. Yep, and we'll be back with you in just a second, brother. And, of course, speaking of ways you can get in touch with us, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. You can find all of our other episodes with amazing ROH stars at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. Also, you can hit us up at HH podcast show on the Twitter machine and HH podcast show at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to send us your questions for Buck, the Mega Buck, and put in the subject line, Ask the Buck, because we are going back to the Retro Game Treasures uh, dungeon, lobby, I don't know what you want to call it, the compound, if yep. you will, uh, and we want to bring those questions to him. So send them to us at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, subject line, Ask the Buck. And, of course, on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And hashtag... Deuce is on the loose. Later.